professional now. Yeah, do ain't doing it all at once. Tea beats, tea beats leaves and we almost fell apart, but we did it. Well, we held it together. Somehow, I know. Welcome back. Woo. Happy New Year, 2020. Here we go, 2020. Can you turn? I can hear myself. It's throwing me off. Turn mine all the way down. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, all the way down. Okay. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, Zach, I wanted to start this by asking you, um, What's your New Year's resolution? That's what I want to start with. If you if you have a resolution, I do. So 2020, I tried to start resol- I try to have resolutions every year. This year, my resolution specifically is to think more positively because I feel like sometimes I'm a negative thinker. I kind of react negatively uh, to stuff, and and it drains energy, and, and it takes a lot of enthusiasm out of my life, and I've just been trying to look at the bright <laughs> That's side. That's such a bleak and strong. Listen, guys, 2020, the second one's to be real with you, but the first one is to be a positive thinker. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. yeah. Um, do you try and set resolutions every year? I do. Uh, I don't know how good I, I'd have to think. I, I honestly don't know how good I've been at Fulfilling them. Last year, I know I fulfilled one humble brag. Lost a few LBs. Was that what? It, was that a resolution? That was a resolution. Well, how many was it to lose? Uh, fifteen-ish, ten, fifteen. Are you saying the number that you know you achieved, or is it actually I lost fifteen? 20, I lost twenty, more or less. So I exceeded the resolution. Okay. But yeah, I am trying to humble brag that. But yeah, other than that, usually I try to do mine that they're more so like emotional or the way I think. As a, which maybe is a problem because it's harder to quantify. A hundred percent. Well, you, I think, yeah. what do you think about the backlash that the resolution concept is? I, and what I mean by that is I felt like I saw so many posts and things about people being like, outdo resolutions. And that's right. like, I don't think it's a problem to set a goal for yourself. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think that... I. Being the positive thinker, I'm all about resolutions. Oh, being a positive thinker now. It's, what, 18 days into yeah, the year? Yeah, most 18, 18 most positive days of my life. But um, I, I understand at some point where it's like, well, why don't you just, like, live better all the life? Or, like, I don't need a resolution or a new year to tell me to, like, do this or do that. And, and I do see a little bit of that. But I think whatever works for you, if it's the new year, if it's at your birthday, if I think it's always good to look back, to take stock. Oh, we know you think, think about, it's a good idea to look back. Very but what about... Stock and then to think about what you can do moving forward. And if you're someone like me, you probably need these milestones because you're not going to spend a lot of time... Well, these like mile markers. For, right, because you're not going to spend a lot of time setting goals for yourself. So if there's something that's going to motivate you to do that, that's a good thing. Yeah, I personally think... Well, I'm weirdly into change uh-huh. and i weirdly like to have change. these what i said weirdly into change it's funny into i said yeah i know I'm why weird. is that funny i just don't think a lot of people are into change but you are that's why it's weird i, guess. I know um i think there's a i think no you're right i think there's a lot of people who are adverse to change uh-huh. i think there's a decent amount of people who can go either way I don't know how many people would say they like it or into it, but I, after studying myself, I comfortably say I want it. I welcome change. I think if you're not changing, you're stagnant, and I think to be stagnant is to be pretty boring. Yeah. So I like too. I agree. I like these mind mockers. I've always been into resolutions. So whether it's a resolution, a goal, a word, whatever you choose, I don't think it's ever bad to take a moment to say, how can I 
move myself forward? How can I get to the next level? Yeah. So anyone who's like, I don't need that in my life, like stop being a hater. And that actually is a nice transition into there's just people, and this works with your resolution about being positive. There's just people who just like to hate on doing something because there's also people who hate on New Year's in general. They're like, I don't like New Year's Eve. And it's like, you know what? Maybe you don't like New Year's Eve because maybe you're boring. Yeah, well, New Year's <laughs> Eve, hate, and I'm someone who hated it. And when I was younger, more in my prime, it was, and he was, what's, he, he what's younger, your prime? Like, uh, genuinely, I'm curious you're talking about. Okay. Probably right before we started dating, or maybe even at the beginning of us dating. And I remember was, when we first started dating, you you yeah. love a good hater party. Yeah, oh yeah, I love it. Hopefully, New Zach doesn't, but you love a good hard party. days, no hate. So, I would definitely say, at the beginning of us dating, yeah, New Year's came up, you were like, uh, New Year's. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm sorry. I like to go with my friends and have a good time. Are you not trying to do that? And yeah. then you realize, no, I am trying to do that, well, so I, I don't know why. I will say that I bought into it. I was the whole, oh, it's amateur hour, or oh, you spend a bunch of money for like an open bar that is so packed you don't get a drink and there's like two bites of food and ugh. Like, yeah, I was that person. I was that person for a long time. <laughs> and I think that there's something to be said. There is some good points there that a lot of people, I think what frustrates some people is a lot of people who don't go out a lot put so much pressure on it. They want to be such a big night that the bars are packed. Out of the, the Uber surging. I will say we didn't experience a lot of that this year. Oh, well, I haven't experienced that a lot of times. And even the times in my life where I did it, I'm sorry. I didn't think it wasn't going to be like that. And I welcomed it. I don't know. I'm an extrovert. I like people. Justice for extroverts because I feel like it also probably gets hate because I think there's a lot of like, I'd just rather be in that bed. And it's like, that's cool. That's very cool. Stay there. So those of us who are like, I'm fine a little. Again, I'm not as much now. But when I was younger, it's like, I'm fine getting a little bumped and elbow to elbow, jostled around. That's fine. I know it's going to be a long line. I do a lot of drinking in advance of that then. And like, I I choose to be around the people I choose to be around. Slash, I'm probably going to like get lost in the crowd. So I I was like, I don't care when people are like, you can't hear anyone. It's like, I'm not here to talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. here to get down. Well, yeah, it's like, I'm not here to have like a conversation with you. Uh, I will say in general, we've done a lot lately of, and kind of did this year, but uh, going to a house party and you just have yeah. alcohol and you're doing, and that's still fun. You're still I up, think you right? just got to. I'm definitely down for that. I it's think like, it, If you can't get down for that on New Year's Eve, you're just like a, an introvert or just a lame person. I but. just, I just, I guess, I guess to, to wrap this up, because we like, had even officially started the show i guess it's just um hey hey new year's eve haters just like curve your expectation do what you want and if what you want is also still a disappointment maybe take a look at yourself yeah also be more positive like me but and that's and that's episode <laughs> nine actually that's it let's episode just end nine. it mic yeah. drop <laughs> i know no but episode nine yeah, we're back this is i see it differently i'm your host Kristen pelker and your other host, Zach Poker. And we're just talking about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, with some SVU sprinkled in. but With a little SVU sprinkled in. Because we are, who amongst us <laughs> does not love a little SVU? I mean, you really think about it. Can you talk about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, or life, love, and the pursuit of happiness? Is that what you said? Anyway, can you talk about any of those I literally four, just said it right now. Can you talk about any of those four things without also mentioning SVU? It I, don't, I, think, I, I don't want to live in a world where you do. Right. But anyway... Yeah.
So let's uh, jump right in, I mean, not jump right in, but let's go on to our favorite topic, which is St. Louis. It is winter here at STL. We, we left you with the aquarium. Now we're bringing you the real, real of yeah. St. Louis in the winter. We're getting a real inside look at how St. Louisans react to things and what the culture is like around here. So, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about. And one thing that happens is the weather gets a little bad here sometimes. There's some storms. There's some ice. There's some snow. It's not like the deep south where you never see it in, like, one little raindrop or one little ice pellet. Or far will, west. Right. Or, right. Will cause people to freak out, you know, but... Freak out here, and I, uh, you know, if there's even a prognostication or a weather prediction that there's going to be some bad weather, people tend to hunker down, and that means one distinct thing here, and that's that people are going to go to Schnooks and get your bread and get your milk and be ready for your French eggs. toast get your eggs. all <laughs> all day Which, through this snowstorm. It is always like get milk, eggs, and 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 what's the last bread? bread. It's yeah. like those are the big three that people say like get in Schnooks is in a prominent like local grocery store. But I was at the grocery store one time before a snow thing and everyone's like, oh, are you buying milk, egg? It's like the cashier's like, oh, I don't see any milk or eggs. I'm like, what, you know, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you're like, like I'm not eating those right. in gobbles right now. Right. If I'm like buried in for right. a day, I don't need it. Also, but guys, I'm, I'm just going to say, milk goes bad pretty quick. It does. Why is that what you're storing if you're going to be buried inside your house for a while? If you I was like trapped in my house for days, I would not be guzzling milk. No. Do you know how like hard that yeah. you'd be? You're like, yes, it's it's and, and you're trapped like, inside and you're just like, like wrecking toilets. Watch any apocalyptic <laughs> movie. They're not stash and milk no. or their, like shelter like no it goes bad in like a week i love milk i don't drink it a lot anymore but like because we can't keep it so you don't drink it like because like there's because not a I proper quantity of purchasing milk yes. such that you can Correct. consume it it's like if i want milk i'll just go to the grocery store the quick trip and buy like a personal milk and drink that because if you buy any more than that it's a huge quantity and as you said you can't keep it but why is why are milk, egg, and bread? I, mean, I, I don't, don't know. And we're, and everyone in St. Louis, it's like milk, This is all, milk. it's always what happens. And we're going to post this article, which, side note, uh, almost a lot of things we talk about, we do post in the show footnotes for mm-hmm. those who listen. So we try and post on the Facebook, on the Instagram, but also anywhere where you're listening to this, there are show notes, and we do put links to what we're talking about. And someone put out this article, very comical article yeah. about this trope that in St. Louis, if there's going to be snurries, you got to get the schnooks. And we're relating to St. Louis, but for anyone who's listening who lives in, um, like you said, a wintry thing, yeah, I uh, think they do that. I don't know. In New York, do they hunker down and get milk and eggs? Do they carry it out the so subway? Like, I don't I lived, know. When I lived in Chicago, there was one big snowstorm, but I, it just didn't. And that was bad. But I, you, you didn't feel the panic that you feel here. I don't know if people are just more used to it and they're like, Whatever, I don't need I to stash I up also think St. Louis is such a, you need your car city. Yes. I think that's, that's some true. of the panic. Because people no, are like, I'm not going to drive. Right. Whereas in public transit. Whereas in cities ride, where yeah. you can, well, I was going to say, where you can, when you can just walk. Right, yeah. There's probably less panic. Because it's like, well, I can walk and get out of my house and go to this, walk to this, like, convenience store right. or something. Well, and I remember when I lived in Chicago, there was this huge snowstorm and they canceled school. And, like, I was walking the next day and snow was up to my waist. And it was, like, huge. And yeah, on, no, I was in Illinois Lake, at the time, I think. On Lakeshore Avenue, a bunch of buses, like, got stranded, and a lot of people got, like, stuck. Yeah. And I remember being like, why are people on the road? Why are people doing this? Do the St. Louis method, which is like, it might snow a uh, inch. Okay, I'm going to get my eggs, milk, bread. And did I'm you really think that at that time? I did not think no, that eggs, milk, bread. <laughs> I, did, I did say, well, I did remember thinking, like, why are people... Why would you try and drive? Why would they try and drive? Right, but in Chicago, they're just like, eh, well, you know, it's fine. It's like... 
you know, a hurricane in certain cities, a lot of times people are like, oh, this won't be the big one. Which is why they get so I like, warnings, like feel, uh, I, I don't like when people hate on the people who's like, why didn't you evacuate? Because it's like, like you said, as people were from a city where natural disasters happen, you're like, because I think about tornadoes. I think about how we're so used to tornadoes. And every time I'm with someone who's not from St. Louis, who's never been around tornadoes, they like panic, whatever it's getting. And it's like, nah, you can smell in the air. Yeah. You gotta wait till you see it get quiet. You gotta wait till the like colors change. Like you're you're good for a while. <laughs> What's interesting is I've probably been through a million tornado warnings, but I don't think I've ever actually been in a tornado. Yeah, you have been less close to a tornado than yeah. I have, and yeah. I'm like so fine. Right. So, yeah, you you're like always panicked. Yeah, I'm a little panicked. I don't want Always to, panicked. I don't want, I want a house now. I don't want my roof taken off. I don't want to die also. Well, who wants to die? Okay. Well, anyway. Positive right. thinking. No one. Anyway. That's, is that positive yeah, thing or just positive. thinking? No, no one All right. Die. Thank you. Wrapping it up. St. Louis, check out the article. We're living our best life. And going on to our next episode. I mean, next. I'm like, the start <laughs> of the year. Don't have my head yeah, 2020, I don't know how shit. You didn't ask me about my resolution. Okay, Do you not care? Resolu- what's your resolution? I don't want to talk about it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to, to shame me on our podcast. About that no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'll circle back to okay. it, I guess. It's I a like... long show. Well, you know, it goes... It's not too long, though. It's the perfect length, but it goes full circle. <laughs> Whatever, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't have a desert island this week. Hope you enjoyed our Christmas movie episode. But now uh, we're going to do Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. And I will lead this one. All right. So for this episode of Battle of the Sexes, wanted to talk about, bring, we wanted to circle back to something we had brought up earlier, which is the canned cocktails and seltzers. Yes. And the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because, we'll put in the footnotes, I just, um, heard on a podcast that for the first time in 25 years, what the consumption of wine has gone down, because consumption of wine, I guess, has always either gone up or been stagnant. For the first time, it went down, and guess what has taken its place on the throne? White Claw. Yeah, White Claw. So, and more people are drinking the canned cocktails and the seltzer. So, mm-hmm. for anyone who's like, this is a fab, for anyone who's like, it's trash, you're wrong, because... Yeah. Everyone's getting the game, and this um, podcast, which, like I said, I think relates to our article we'll post on, started talking about that um, even Bud Light is getting the game. I mean, everyone. Pretty, I yeah. mean, if you're on this earth, you know. Corona. There's more. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Um, locally, Schlafly, yeah. Boomerang, I'm pretty sure is shout, what it's called. Shout, shout out to Schlafly, yeah. Uh, but I think that's what it's called, yeah, right, Boomerang? Yeah, I don't know, but they have a seltzer. I do know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, but yeah, everyone's getting in the game to yeah. bring their, their salsas to the market. It's very interesting to me. Well, first of all, 25 years ago, America became alcoholics because ever since then, we've just been drinking more. Yeah. <laughs> so before 25 years ago, whatever. But um, what's interesting to me is so when seltzers first came out, I thought of them, and this is my prejudice. You got in. That's why this is in the Battle people, of the Sexes, yeah, for you can, to be approved. People wrong. can skewer me, whatever. Uh, at him. Yeah, at me, skewer me. All, te- all tenth press is good press. Anyway. Um, is it though? <laughs> positive. Positive. You're, you're, you're positive. No, positive. You're being positive. I anyway, I always thought of uh, seltzers as more of a female-leaning marketing drink. Do tell. Do tell. Why yeah. did you think so? I don't know because I always compared it to rosé, which I'm not against rosé. Rosé is fine, but like 
I'm not ordering rosé on a hot summer day when we're out day drinking. But like, for the record, rosé, right. but for the record, rosé, I think it's more often than not more chilled because right. wine, white wine, which is more in the category that's it, is more often or not chilled. Right. So, one, you could order on a hot day to go that. But two, you could, but two, sure. you just said yourself that you would that you wouldn't order on a hot day, but that you would drink it. So well, why did you not? I'm still thing. not. I'm still first not connecting. All, first the, of all, I'll drink any kind of alcohol. You will. About. Yeah, I'm well, not. I, I'm not prejudiced. But I just thought of it as more of a female leaning market. Like it was almost a female answer to beer in a lot of ways because I feel like beer is like it's a, it's a day game. It's a or you're at the ball game. It's it's a hot day, and I know there are a lot of women who like beer. I'm not saying women don't like beer. Yeah, you are. Saying, you're gonna get so much. You're gonna get so. You're gonna get so much. Oh, oh, you know women like beer, just, which we'll get to in a minute. You do thought, know. You thought, what? There's one right here. I just <laughs> thought that seltzers were kind of a female marketed drink, and I first noticed them being drank by females and what's funny to me what's happened is i was on a bachelor party recently and white claws it wasn't were, that recently well it, relatively recently and white claws were more popular than bud light and we all that's why we had a shortage that's why america ran out so we're we're at we're playing golf we're on the golf course i'm not playing golf but i'm riding the golf you are on the golf beer. course that was and, a proper right. <laughs> addition yeah, exactly and, and and i'm you know bud light aware and people are ordering white claw and that is the thing. I'm at bowling, and I'm looking around, and there are buckets of blood and bush light for sure, but there are buckets of white claw. Yeah, I really like bowling league drinking white. I claws. would really yeah. like listeners. I'd really like to hear your thoughts on it because this uh, podcast was saying that that is why more people are doing it because more people are health conscious now. Mm. They say they feel better after drinking it. I think that bloating effect that I think even men feel yeah, too. Oh yeah. They just like power someone yeah. like you at least just power through right. i think there's less of that um when you drink those right. so that they were saying that that is I, why it's been more i'm a giant guy with a giant stomach and there are still times where i'm like i need to move off beer i need to drink yeah. something else well it just makes you like lethargic feeling. right yeah and it's like you, you can you can do you can whatever, yeah. you can put that off longer and thus drink more with these right. and also for those of you who don't know the categories a white claw a truly a spike seltzer, those are all technically malt liquors yeah. uh -huh. is what they are. Yeah. And then anything that literally says there's vodka in here, those those pre-made cocktails are vodka mixed with a club or so a, like or a kind of soda thing. Yeah. Yes, your high nude, your, uh, that Monaco or yeah, something right. we're starting to see. And uh, I would like to point out, though, a bush light actually has less calories than a white claw. Just throwing that out there. But, but you know... You know, babe, that's a funny that's a funny statement and that you up. that you should make. Because that's really the only beer that you know, isn't it? A bush light? No, what you just said, a you said a bud light oh, just I said now. A bush light. I said bush light. Oh, okay. You yeah. meant bush light? I don't really know bush light it turns out. You don't? No, I, I thought you said bud light, but a bush light's not why what you know. just tell everyone the story and put me out about No, you tell. Okay. So Chris and I were sitting around one day and we're having a few drinks and I'm drinking a bush or a bush light and she goes I don't even know if drinks are print. I think we were just straight up talking yeah, but keep she going goes, <laughs> she goes do you think you could like there was more 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. But keep going. So for those of you who don't know, I love Bush. It's my favorite Bush Bush light. It's I don't know I how you could. I'm always going to pick it out of a lineup if I'm drinking. Whoa, 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 whoa! Out of a visual lineup, yes. Out of a visual, I know that I see they have Bush. If I'm at a bar and they and I'm drinking beer and they have it, I'm going to order it every time. If I'm buying beer, when we when we first started dating, he would do it even if he didn't see it, and I said, "Stop doing that." Yeah, by I didn't Ooh, say that. I've I never said I've been embarrassed by you, shockingly, yeah. in spite of how I might feel. And I didn't say that, in but I just was like, you know they don't have it. Don't do that. They're probably like, life. we're really annoyed when people ask for alcohol when we had this sign behind us that lists all the beer we have. Prefer you not. I mean, I'll be in a place, there's a bar by my work that has like 200 draft beers, and I order a bush light every time I'm there. And What's the point you're trying to make with that story? I'm just saying, I'm just saying I order it. Yeah, what I, I know. Right. Yeah. Anyway. They know. They so know. We, we were talking about it, and, and Kristen was like, you do you even like it? Like, Can you even tell the difference between it and like a Bud Light or it and a Bud Select? And I was like, you know what? I honestly am not sure I could. And Kristen was like, I think I could. So we came up with this plan. We had a blind taste test. It was Budweiser, Bud Light, Bud Select, and Bush, right? Not Bush Light, Bush Regular, which I think is. I've been drinking more Bush Light lately. It really threw me off. Yeah, but, that's yeah, that's, that's but, a big caveat to this story. We ended up going to a friend's house and we did it. Well, we, well, we were there. going to just do this. I know I totally told you to tell yeah. it, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, step in. We were going to do this. I don't know. Like, we had no plans Saturday, on a Saturday. We're going to sit around and do this. And we're right, just like, yeah. oh, yeah, let's just do this tasty. I stopped by Randall's. Shout out Randall's. We need to get a Randall's sponsorship for how much we talk about them. Yeah. Uh, and Drinkwell, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sponsored by Drinkwell. <laughs> yeah. At us. Uh, we were like, we're going to just do this taste test. Uh, so I go, I go to Randall's, and I pick up a big case of Bush, because I know that he'll keep drinking it long after, no matter how this thing shakes out. Cool. Uh, but, like... Budweiser and uh, select like bottles. On my way home, we get texts from our friends. We're like, "Hey, do you want to come over for pizza and hang out?" And we're like, "Sure, but do you want to do this taste test? Because we have plans." And they're like, "Okay, we don't even know what's going on, but sure." So we bring it all over to their house, and folks, I encourage you, especially if you're from St. Louis, because I don't think anyone else even knew that Budweiser had this many products. Uh, yeah, there was some we left out. You could do more. You could do Natty. You could do Bush. Like, that's not going to help you, though, so yeah, don't need to, saying, don't need to even, widen the field. You could do, like, a whole flight. You could do, like, a whole But we whole did a blind test test one at a time. So someone would bring you a red Solo cup, and you would have to say, do I think this is Budweiser, Bush, Bud Select, or Bud Light? Bud Light. And Zach, to his fairness, always was like, I don't know that I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. I have zero copy. So why don't you talk us, talk us through your experience. Okay, so them. they bring out the first beer, and, you know, I sniff it like you're at a wine tasting, because this is the you, fine, you stir it? You stir You give it a little swirl? Beer. For those of you who, who don't know, this is the finest made alcohol in the world. You don't so, know. I know. <laughs> I know it's all finely made. We're talking about the creme de la creme. Anyway, so I'm sniffing it. I'm swirling it around. I put it in my mouth. You swish it? You're swishing swish it in your mouth? <laughs> And I remember thinking, I think the first one, I thought, oh, this is Budweiser. It tastes full-bodied. It tastes like a Budweiser to me. It's a little heavier than other stuff. Okay, boom. After that, I think I'm feeling pretty good, honestly. You're like, kill it. I'm like, dude, I'm going to nail this. This is easy. Bring the second one out. I put it in my mouth. I swish it around, do the whole thing. I'm like, 
is taste almost exactly the same. <laughs> I am so screwed. I do not know what the fuck to do. Catastrophe. <laughs> like, All right. Literally, but like Chris now and I we'll are in different you. groups. Chris, yeah, so Chris and I are in different groups. So right. She's giving me the beer. So I don't want her to see the panic on my face. No, I didn't. And I didn't. Right, yeah. And I and didn't. And I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. So then by that point, I get the other two and I'm like, I really don't know. So I just like, it was all educated guesses. And then we were all. Well, they weren't educated. Well, yeah. It was, all, it was all guesses. And then you're supposed to mark your favorite and, and your I favorite. just the one I was like I think this is Bush I just instinctively marked as my favorite because I wanted my favorite to be Bush yes so then we were in a different group so I tasted the first one and I essentially was like this is light not that great it's Bush or Buzz light the second one I had I instinctually knew um this is Bush I think it was my second one Bush I, I think so I think so my second one I was like it's Bush so for the first one, I put Bud Light, Bush. Second one, I was like, Bush, hands down. Third one, Bud Select, hand down. Went back to the top. That's Bud Light. Nice. No, the last one is going to be Budweiser. I try it. It is. I'm getting confident with each drink. I am crushing this. I am showing my delight. I'm trying to cover my page in case I'm a little too cocky. But I am showing my delight, and I'm like, nailed it. Got it. I taste the difference in all of these. Yeah. And so at the end of the day... Oh, and then we had to, like you said, and I, since I was like, I know what it is, was like, number three is my favorite because I know it's Buzz Select and number one right. is trash because right. I know... Sorry, number two is trash because right. I know it's Bush. So anyway, at the end of the day, Kristen got all four of them right. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. I got one out of four. And the worst thing about it was that the one I got wasn't even Bush. I have two Bush polos. I have a Bush sign in my house. If I'm buying beer on Bush, Mr. Bush. Oh, Mr. So, oh, Bush. Whoa! It's God's beer. <laughs> but yeah, but is it for you? <laughs> but is it? So, moral <laughs> so, the story. Men, men don't know beer. <laughs> and else, women and women. Hey, women don't drink beer. But this else, one does. <laughs> everyone else only got one or less. Uh, Kristen was the only one who got four. It was really funny. If someone put Bush as their favorite, they thought they hated Bush, and the rest of the night they were drinking Bush. That was actually really like, funny. Yeah, the rest of the night. I was still like going back to the Bush. I'm like, whatever. I don't trust these results, but she rocked this girl's world. Yeah, so, yeah I know. Anyway. So anyway, so and I never said women don't drink beer. Don't cancel me. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. No. Tinder Rockets World. Very exciting. If you haven't tried yourself a cocktail, man woman however you identify Everyone. he Everyone. she they Everyone. them yeah get yourself a bush well, however you identify get, a bush. A bush. get yourself a, get bus a white select. ball get a butt select get it all all alcohol is great get it yeah get out there drink <laughs> a lot this podcast is brought to you and by you, alcohol yeah this podcast yeah brought to, brought you, gotta to you. Be, you gotta be 21 well yeah right? gotta be 21 oh yeah you must be 21 and over and don't right. drive after don't don't drink and drive don't murder the man while pregnant yeah <laughs> make a monster there all right, right. ding 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 Okay, um, you've been reading. Would you like to talk about? Um, yeah, uh, so the so I'm going to give you the title of the last book I read, okay. and then we'll, we could talk about it a little bit. This one should be pretty short. Yeah, um, I think so. So it's by an author called, named John U. Bacon, which is a very interesting uh, name. It's great so name. I'm going to give you just the first title because the rest will 100% say what it's about. <laughs> so it's called End Zone. And it's by John U. Bacon. What do you think it's about? Why is it about football? It is. Can you be? Do you want to be more specific? Um. Honestly, unfortunately, I I'm not. This will be a short one because this one's been sitting out forever. So I've seen it. So okay. I know 
that it's football about a specific team. Yeah. But I honestly don't know why you would care or why you want to read it about so, this one team. So, anyway. um, so yeah, it's been sitting out. And the only reason why I believe the team's Michigan. It is. And that, and the only reason why I know that is because the colors of the book, too. Big, yeah, it's got a little M on there. They are, yep. Um, so yeah, Enzo, the rise and fall. I didn't know that, <laughs> folks, we're not cheap. I didn't know you were going to for sure do this one, but when you said Enzo, it's like, that's been sitting out on our The rise, fall, and return of Michigan football. So Because it's a huge book. It's like 500-something pages. What could possibly be there to and talk about about that one team? It focuses more on a contemporary era, but it's really a whole history of Michigan. And what I found I still stand by my statement. What I found interesting about it is it used Michigan as a case study for how the modern collegiate athletic department came to be and how it became a money-making machine, how it became about, uh, you know, turning a profit and, and, and competing at these high levels financially and not just about the collegiate experience. And, and if you don't know now, I'm a huge college football fan. It's my favorite sport. But As um, much as he likes Bush, Kane, yeah. sorry, double yeah. it back, keep going. Anyway, so... Uh, um, so it's this big case study, and then it comes back and around in a, in a modern football. And, and it's pretty good. There's some things I like, some things I don't like. But the reason I picked it in Michigan in particular is so when I was growing up, Michigan was my favorite college football team, um, besides maybe Mizzou. And, but Mizzou stunk, and Michigan was really good. And so I was really into Michigan. It kind of fell off when I got older because I obviously wasn't good enough to play football there and didn't care that much. And then they hired this new coach, <laughs> you did relatively it, new coach, Jim Harbaugh, had a lot of hoopla, and he said he could bring Michigan back to glory. They had been bad for a while after being really, really good for a long time before that. And it has gone okay. They're very good, but they haven't found a way to become great. And I've just been thinking a lot as I've gotten more and more into college football about what, how these certain programs separate themselves, what's the difference, how a good program becomes great, and the inner workings of a college football program. And I, this book was recommended to me by the internet and some people I follow. By on the internet. And some people I follow on Twitter. This book was recommended to you by the internet. Uh, so you saw an ad. <laughs> no, some people I follow on Twitter. Okay. Um, mentioned it, and actually, the, they mentioned the follow-up, which just came out. And um, so, who so do you think this would be a good like read for? Like, if you like, if you're into X, Y, Z. If you're really into well, one, if you if you're really into Michigan football obviously you should read it but if you're really into just college football in general and how things work behind the scenes administratively how a programs run what some of these programs ultimate goal is um how some of these programs see themselves versus the reality i think it's a very good read so it's a small subset of people i will say the one thing i didn't like most about the book it's the, the author is very good this guy john u bacon he went to michigan and teaches at michigan and it is very like almost borderline arrogant, self-aggrandizing about the Michigan way and Michigan does it this way. And it's, so it can be a little insufferable at times, but the writing is good. And, and it Do is you think that's insufferable? Because obviously Michigan's not your team. Do you think if you're a Michigan fan, that part would be insufferable? Yeah, so I still like Michigan. So I probably... But it's not your team. Apt, and I didn't go to school there. Now, maybe if you did go to school and play football in Michigan, that's you'd be like, yes, yeah. yeah, sure, for that's sure. Right. But anyone else, if you're not into that, yeah, you'll be a little put off by that. But it's still worth reading because the information is very good. It's very well reported and very well written. All right. And it's 500 pages, but you can move through it pretty quick. Yeah, we'll put it in the footnotes. Put some Amazon links. No, we're not. We're not going to support Amazon unless they want to sponsor us. Right. 2020 is the year of ads on this podcast. Yeah. Literally just Amazon, in kind. Just in kind. Amazon, hit me up. Taco Bell. Yeah. If you want to send us 
Do we have a list of five and just general alcohol? I said so. If there's like an alcohol anyway, association, anyway, is yeah. there anyone out there? If there's somebody um, who wants to encourage drinking, hit us up. Anyway, about the age of twenty-one, and not if you were pregnant or driving a vehicle. Or driving a motor vehicle. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, okay. <laughs> Next topic. We'll go through the um, last few segments pretty quickly. Um, um, first, we'll do a hot take. This is going to be a brief hot take. It relates to the going to schnooks. Mm-hmm. If you are someone who can't be bothered, just cannot be bothered, to after you've unloaded the groceries into your car, to take the car, if not back to the store, then to one of the, what are those called? Like uh, return? No, it's like a, it's what they, the same thing, they call it the same thing that used to put horses and cattle in, like a hospital, whatever it is. There's a, there's a word for what they the call it. Bars yeah, there's a word that. for what they call that. Right. If you can't take the time to do either of those things and you just leave it, especially like, in the middle, so it's maybe in a spot, like a parking spot, so someone can't pull the all the way in. You're a trash human being. I need you to look at yourself and get your shit together. That's all. It's gonna change everything about the way you live your life. People <laughs> 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 That's, That's all. Do you have anything else about that? I've I can honestly say I don't remember ever doing that. So. Oh, I hope not. And if I did, I've changed. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Do you have a not how I would say it. No, I don't. That you you heard it here, folks, because I've been a fucking angel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, now let's. <laughs> oh wait, all right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, move it on, yeah, move it right along. Um, let's do a real quick on SVU. <laughs> SVU went away for the fall break on a cliffhanger. They did a Jeffrey Epstein-like case before. They brought it back, yeah. and this time this it was, was even more Jeffrey. Epstein-like. It was oh yeah. yeah, the one in the past was more so like there's this billionaire who clearly is having um, underage women sleep with his cronies and his friends. And he had like a woman helper. Who was oh yeah, it was very much like they're definitely talking about yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. And this was done years ago, yeah. which apparently he was first arrested. Right, yeah. Years. It, so was it, was close, the, it was probably around the same time. And it was kind of close to his first experience too because he kind of uses the feds and kind of gets off. Yeah, like yep, 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 yep. I mean, exactly. he technically didn't get off, but he did but yeah, punish yeah. very So this right one, uh, very much same thing, but I mean, it wasn't the same person. It's a new actors on stuff but they um leaned on how many high net worth high rulers influential people were involved right and thus how much it'd be very hard to take this guy down and that's why it ended up being a two-parter because mm-hmm. it's very hard to take this guy down because he was so so connected, so well connected yeah. part one which we'll send you a link to so good so intense so emotional as always ripped from the headlines like yeah. you'd expect the second one, they had to wrap it up. Yeah. It was, it was fine. It, 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 it honestly, felt like that. It was I, just a wrap I up. I honestly think they left too many storylines floating around in part two. Like they didn't oh, for sure. And they introduced a new one. And it's like, in part one, so part one, whatever, they find out this guy, follows this guy and this girl who he recruited. His, med- his madam right, or whatever. Yeah. They follow the And boat. they recruit this girl whole. whose dad was a police officer and their SVU is trying to get him, whatever. 
so it's like very interesting and the guy at the end doesn't get get there doesn't get put in jail even though they had a plea agreement to put him in jail and you're like all fired up and you're like what the f like how are they gonna do this whatever and then the second one like the dad cop uh, goes like, oh, yeah. Like, was, what are you doing? And it's like, which, so which weird. that's not a spoiler because yeah. we know you guys are watching right. these episodes. That's yeah. not a spoiler because he starts to kidnap her at the end of part yeah. one. Right. But it's just like, but he just, it's yeah. It's just so like, you have what? that storyline, and then you have something with this judge that didn't put him in jail. You have a whole new. Well, that's the influence. Well, that's the influential people. Right. Part. Yeah, and then like, you know, at the yeah, there's just like, too much going on, and the second part is just not nearly as good it's as the just first not. part because they're rushing to yeah and tie up all these loose ends. Yeah. And then the second episode that we've had this thus far, uh, it's 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 fine too. And when mm-hmm. I say it's fine, it's literally still some of the best TV you will is ever watch. The, is this the athlete one? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I would yeah. have thought of it more as the painter one. Yeah. But, but you do you. Yeah. On what stood out to you yeah, from that? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, the reason I said the athlete one, the one thing I'll say about this episode, it's Carisi, who was, if you know, we talked about Dominic Carisi. He was a he was a detective in SVU, and now he's a, a assistant district attorney. And he is—it's his first solo trial, yeah. and it's a huge, high-profile trial because all this stuff that happens. You'll see if you watch the episode, and he's doing it by himself. I'm like, but to for his first his, trial, give the man like a give me, his give the de- man a give In me. his defense, I don't think he thought it was gonna be that high-profile when he took it. In his defense, but I'm saying like they should step in and be like, "This is a huge deal. We need someone more experienced but see, I think to be on this trial." I don't know. Any attorneys we have that listen, let us know. But sometimes maybe they don't do that because maybe that doesn't look good. You know yeah, what I mean? I'll tell you what doesn't look good. Having a guy who's never done a trial. It worked. I mean, they, I mean, he did. I mean, he worked out. Look, Carisi's the man. It worked out. He's going to be a great ADA. Everyone knows it. He's groomed, but... Anyway, but, you know, do yourself a favor. There, I'll also send you a link to, there was a special, there was a Law Order special yeah, celebrating 21 same. years. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I saw it on Hulu, so you can watch it. <laughs> Don't worry. It's I so know. good. Probably we get home tonight. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> okay. Um, and we also just want to do a couple minutes on, we decided to keep it light to resume watching The Bachelor this yeah, season. Yeah. And damn, is it good. So you should also do that. The only thing we'll say right now is our thoughts. Oh, so if you don't care about The Bachelor, just literally skip ahead, uh, like, two minutes. We won't spend that much time on it. Yeah. And if you do like The Bachelor, we're just going to talk real quick about Champagne Gate. Yeah. And just our thoughts. Yeah, because we, we think differently about Champagne Gate. Do we? Yeah, we do. So why don't you explain it real quick? Since you're better at doing it fast than I am. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So in this in Champagne Gate, which is in the second episode of the season, this girl had bought one of the contestants, her name is Kelsey, received for her birthday a very nice bottle of champagne. For anyone who is not as engrossed in the world as we are, it was a nice bottle of champagne. It's a it's Dom something. It is a nice bottle of champagne. She got it for her birthday and was saving it for a quote unquote special occasion so she chooses to bring it on the bachelor i don't know how did she ship it smuggle in the bag we'll get to that later the logistics because you can't mail alcohol whatever yeah i was gonna say she must have smuggled it on like checked her bag anyway back to the point saved it for a special occasion and her special occasion was night two with peter who doesn't know who the f she is and so she sets it up somewhere by the fire and she's talking to all the girls which is already awkward she's like oh my gosh it's gonna be so nice like i'm He's going to love it. And then you hear, and so this other girl was with Peter, coming across the champagne, stumbled across it, and opened it. Now, Kelsey, 
I know we're all trying to act like we're here for love and like it's not a game show, but watch the tapes. This happens all the time. There is always people trying to set up private romantic moments with the Bachelor contestants, but without any identification that this is supposed to be special or just for them. There's no like, there's no like yellow tape. There's no little like orange fold up sides, like stay away caution. Like, so no one knows. There's no notes. So like the women are just free, like going through the like play. So they don't know. Um, so now it's cutting into our two minutes, skipping ahead three minutes. But anyway, she freaks the F out, goes crazy on Hannah Ann, who I'm team Hannah Ann. I don't think, she, I think she handled herself well. I don't think she's as crazy. And, you know, God deals with karma because then champagne blew up all over in Kelsey's face, which right. is a beautiful meme. Right. And so awesome. here's the part I think we disagree with real quick. First, this very similar thing happened with Bibiana and Ari season, I remember. Oh, Bibiana, yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly. why it's like this shit happens right. all the time. But so anyway, they get in this huge confrontation. Kelsey yells at her, you knew it was mine. She's like, no, I didn't happen across it, which I think she was telling the truth. I don't think she I don't knew. think she, there's no but, way yeah. she could have not. So there's anyway, a second bottle of champagne, guys. So anyway, it's crazy. But what happens later after the group date, they're talking and Hannah Ann's talking to, what's the guy's name? Peter. And she's like, <laughs> I felt bullied about the champagne Kelsey this rapper. is where we here's my thing you never rap as soon as you rap but see that's no, but no, like no. I don't think you should you either rat, as soon as you rap it's you turn you make your relationship about something else and the people who do that stuff don't win it okay, but like, okay, okay, you are totally changing your argument no, that's what I said from the beginning no yes it, I did I here's said you act like that don't end up winning you're changing your argument because you know you didn't say that that's what you I said. said that you said that you're like Someone should never do it, and, like, she's going to be, I don't know, she's going to have a hard time or something for it. And I said to you, I was like, I don't think she's going to win, but it's not going to be because of this. And you you, you are, you have now molded that into the causation, and that is not what you said I'm at the time. This is part, it is not going to be you have this mold, specific you, incident, but it's the way she's handling herself. And I did, yeah, and I disagree with that. She's not going to leave, and I disagree relate. with that. I, I right. don't think she's going to leave because that, even if this is a precedent of her always making it maybe about other girls he likes her i don't think she's gonna leave because i think she's gonna leave because i think she hannah ann which again i'm team hannah ann but team hannah i'm team hannah ann because team hannah ann knows i'm on camera and this is my moment yeah. and that and so she's already she, like an influencer she already has like i don't is she an influencer i don't know but she has a ton of instagram followers maybe that ticked way if up i could have right yeah, but anyway but, but it's like it's gonna it's gonna i She's aware she's on camera. She's aware of this moment. I think it's going to go down. It's like, while they might have a connection, she's aware that, like, there's another life. Whenever someone has a little bit of a foot out the door, which means they have a little bit of sanity, they don't, they're not going to be the winners. It's like, you need to fully immerse yourself that we are the only two people left on earth. And that's why the show is so great. It is only about us. (laughs) That is why the show is so great. Like, if I don't get this, I'm going to. Yes, but I agree. Don't make it about yourself. But I don't think that's going to be a detriment. And I also. Didn't really mind it because Kelsey did act like a crazy person to oh, Peter's face. So that's crazy. why it's like it's one of the few times where someone did it knowing it probably isn't going to go wrong for me because the Bachelor Kelsey, witnessed it. Kelsey did it, but I'm just saying, though, if you rap, I get it. You don't I know, I know. All right. So look out for those updates, too. Thank you, as always, for listening. We're bringing you some guests this season. We're br- guest season. <laughs> season? Is it two season? Let's call this season two. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, season two. Season two. First eight episodes. Now we're, yeah. Yeah. You know, people mix it up. Yeah. We're bringing you some guests. Add us on things you want to talk about. 
Uh, we have some good ideas planned, but always looking to hear more from you all. And yeah. want to say, follow us on. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. I see it differently. Instagram, I see it differently. Pod at I see it differently. Pod, I believe, on Gmail at the Sack Artist seventy six on Twitter. Download, subscribe, un unsubscribe, resubscribe, redownload, rate, review. I think we have twenty five reviews right now on iTunes. Guys, the more reviews we can get, the better. Is it really on iTunes or, on or whatever? Uh, five star ratings, just do it. We need it. Um, thank you, T Beats, our producer and our music maker. Yeah, and um, that's, I think that's all I got. Thanks, yeah. everyone. See you next Tuesday. Can't wait. That sounded like I said. Like <laughs> <laughs>